1945, a balloon bomb launched by Japan landed in Oregon. It fell upon a woman and five children who died when it exploded. These were the only World War II casualties on U.S. soil. This is Simple Joe for Saturday, April 3rd, 2021. sad that's sad yeah gosh I'm kind of regretting using that one as our little factoid for the day i don't want to bring anybody bound down but when i first read it i just thought it was interesting thought it was interesting well hello my friend i am joe and this is the show where you're going to hear me practice podcasting today i'm going to talk about some things that strike my interest some birthdays and some news stories and little thing called Here's the deal where I talk about a tough question, a tough dilemma. Some of them are pretty good. Some of them aren't, uh, aren't great, but what do you do? This is just me practicing podcasting. I show up here every day just to become a better podcaster. That's my goal. Become a better podcaster at this craft I love, this art that I love. Yeah, this is what I like doing. And the weather today right now At 7 o'clock a.m., it is 30 degrees Fahrenheit. We expect a high of 61. See, mm, we expect a high of 61 and a low of 41. But it's 30 degrees right now. Thank you, weather.com. That makes no sense. Tomorrow's going to be beautiful. Today's going to be nice, too. A lot of sunshine, some clouds, but tomorrow's going to be beautiful. Sunshiny, 70 degrees Fahrenheit, 45 degrees for the low. Monday, 74 Tuesday, 73, Wednesday, 75, but looks like we got some thunderstorms coming in Wednesday, but sunny, sunny today, tomorrow, Monday, Tuesday, of course, tomorrow's Easter, um, big celebration day here in the, in the Christian community. If you are a believer in Jesus, as I am, tomorrow's the most important day, the most important day that we celebrate in our Christian faith. To our friends in or near Jakarta, Indonesia, I have listeners, a listener at least, in Jakarta, Indonesia. How cool is that? Yeah, how cool is that? It is 83 degrees right now, raining and thunderstorm. We expect a, you can expect a high of 85 and a low of 76. That's a pretty tight window right there. 85 to 76, it's not a big swing. Tomorrow, thunderstorms, Monday, wow. I don't know what's going on in Jakarta, Indonesia. Did I say India before? Jakarta, Indonesia. Uh, I'm not sure, but I think I might have said India before. If I said India, I'm sorry. It's Jakarta, Indonesia. Thunderstorms for the next 10 days is the forecast. 87 degrees, about that 87, 86 degrees every day. Every day, Friday, it's going to get up to 88. But your long-term forecast is not good. I'm sorry. Thunderstorms and rain all day long every day for the next few days so not right now it's 83 degrees and clear skies it looks like yeah thank you for listening jakarta in 1783 washington irvin uh, was born today washington irvin was the author of legend of sleepy hollow he would have been 238 years old today in 1823 william 
Magier Tweed, known as Boss Tweed. He was a politician and a corrupt New York fundraiser and fraudster, fraudster, excuse me, fraudster, uh, born in New York City. He died in 1878. He would have been 198 years old today. The reason this is interesting to me is one of my favorite movies, I've watched it probably five times, is called Gangs of New York with Leonardo DiCaprio and Leonardo DiCaprio. Let's just leave it at that. Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson, Leonardo DiCaprio, and Liam Neeson. Really good story, really good movie, not for the faint of heart, a lot of violence, a lot of blood. It's rough. And uh, Daniel Day-Lewis is in that movie as well. Daniel Day, In fact, Daniel Day-Lewis and Leonardo DiCaprio are the main characters. Uh, Liam Neeson plays a smaller role earlier in the movie, uh, but a good movie, good movie about, it's about the the five corners, I guess it was called in back in New York in the day, back in the 1800s. And these gangs are trying to take over this, this area of New York and who rules it. And it's a really good movie, really good story. Daniel Day Lewis is a great actor. Uh, not my favorite actor, but if I were to say who is the best actor I've ever seen, it's got to be Daniel Day Lewis. Gangs of New York, There Will Be Blood. His role in Lincoln is phenomenal. Uh, fantastic actor. He really gets into his role. If you get a chance to see Gangs of New York and you don't mind a little violence and a little bloodshed, <laughs> check it out. Gangs of New York. So this, this, the reason I say that is this boss Tweed was a character in that movie. Check it out. Gangs of New York. In 1922, Doris Day was born today. Doris Day was a singer and an Actress back in the day. She was actually born in Cincinnati, Ohio. She she died back in 2019. She would have been 99 years old today. In 1924, great actor Marlon Brando was born today. He died in 2004. He would have been 97 years old. Best role he's been in was the Godfather role uh, as the Godfather in those uh, in the first two movies. Fantastic actor. Great series of movies. Even the third one, even the third Godfather movie is really good. He was actually born in Omaha, Nebraska. He doesn't seem like a Omaha, Nebraska kind of guy. Definitely seems like a New York kind of guy. But yeah, Marlon Brando died in 2004. He was born today in 1924. He would have been 97. Jane Goodall, the African chimp lady who studied African chimps. She is 87 years old today. She was born in 1934. Tony Orlando, tie a yellow ribbon around an old oak tree himself is 77 years old, 77 years old. Uh, I remember Tony Orlando and Don, that group from back in the seventies. And tie a yellow ribbon was the big song. And that is how the whole like ribbon campaign started. Did you know that? That's how the whole ribbon campaign started, where the whole the whole idea with with Tony Orlando in this song "Tie a Yellow Ribbon," you know, if if the whole idea was tie a yellow ribbon around this tree, if you want to see him or you want to be together or whatever it is, whatever that is. But that's how I'm almost positive that's how that whole the whole ribbon thing happened. People started yelling, yelling. Slow down, Joe. People started wearing ribbons, yellow ribbons, in remembrance of fill in the blank, whatever it might be, based on that song. 
And then ribbons became different than purple ribbons and then yellow and then blue ribbons for different things and different color ribbons. That's how the, I'm almost positive. That's how that whole ribbon thing started. In 1950, Curtis Stone was born today. Yeah, Curtis Stone was born today. Who is Curtis Stone? Well, this Curtis Stone, number one, is Connecticut Kurt from Geekin' on WDW. Dot com geeking on wd the geeking on wdw.com great podcast great audience there great great community but it's not this curtis stone but this that's why it stood out to me but what's interesting is curtis stone the reason you don't know this curtis stone is because he's a bass player <laughs> for a group called highway 21 he was born in 1950 this curtis stone would have been 71 years old. Is 71 years old today. I don't think he is. I don't think he died. Is 71 years old today. But I saw that Curtis Stone stand out. And Curtis Stone is the one and only Connecticut Kurt. But again, it's not this Curtis Stone. In 1958, Alec Baldwin, the actor, Alec Baldwin was born today. Really good actor. I'm not sure I agree completely with his social and political stands, but. Good actor. Good actor. He is 63 years old today. He played a great role in a movie called Glengarry Glen Ross. Again, Glengarry Glen Ross is not for the faint of heart. I have a lot of those movies that I say aren't for the faint of heart. Maybe there's something wrong with me, with me in these movies, but there's a lot of bad language in this movie. The premise to Glengarry Glen Ross, something tells me I said Glengarry Glen Hart. Glengarry Glen Ross is it's a kind of a boiler room investment property sales sales force. And there's some really good guys in this really good actors, Jack Lemon, Alec Baldwin. Oh, mm, I'm, I'm forgetting, but Glengarry Glen Ross, if you, if you have been in sales at all, or no salespeople, or no sales organizations. Watch this movie. Set aside the language if you if you need to, but watch this movie. If you're familiar with a sales office at all, you'll know these characters. You'll you'll know. You say, "Yeah, I know that guy. I know that guy. I know that guy." There's the there's the young kind of whippersnapper, aggressive salesperson. There's the old vet. There's the new guy. There's the you know, the guy that's kind of down on his luck, can't make a sale. Really good movie. Alec Baldwin does a good job in that movie. Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. He was born in 1958 today. He is 63 years old. And Eddie Murphy, born in 1961. Yeah, I love Eddie Murphy. Funny, funny guy. Uh, he decided to make a transition in the type of movies that he made when he became a father and he started making very friendly family friendly movies. And those movies are good. I, I, I like most of those movies. I can't name a single one right now, but uh, yeah, he, he made Pluto Nash, that movie uh, a lot of, I think Pluto Nash, I hope that's one of the family friendly ones, but he made a handful of family friendly movies. And I think he did that on purpose consciously because he started having a family, but he is 60 years old today, born in 1961. Great, great job on, on Saturday night live. Of course, 48 hours, Beverly Hills cop. Um, he had those comedy specials just came out with coming to America. I think that's on one of the streaming channels, Amazon or 
Netflix or Paramount or something like that. I'm not sure which one, but I know I watched it. We have, I think, all of them, <laughs> all those streaming channels. You know, those streaming channels are interesting because I don't have cable. I don't. I just don't want to pay for cable. Cable is really expensive, and I don't see the point in paying for cable. Uh, I don't miss it at all. Haven't haven't had cable for years and years and years. Uh, I just don't don't have it anyway. But I am finding myself. You know, if I I got rid of cable back in the day because it was. I thought it was just too expensive, but I can, it's creeping up, man, that the cost of watching TV is creeping back up there. If you have Netflix, if you have Hulu, if you have uh Paramount plus, which is the was formerly CBS plus or something like that. Amazon prime, the Disney, the Disney plus channel or whatever they're called. That can start creeping up. That the, the the cost of those can start creeping up, and and anyway, I don't know how I yeah I, I got off on this tangent because I was talking about coming to America too. That wasn't released in theaters, I don't think. It was released straight to streaming, and it's funny. It's a good, it was well done, well done movie. Coming to America too. The first one was hilarious. This is pretty good too. Happy birthday, Eddie, Eddie Murphy. You are sixty years old today, and in nineteen seventy two, Jenny Garth, actress Jenny Garth from I think nine hundred two one zero was. Her big thing. She is 49 years old today. The first handheld portable cell phone was made in New York City in 1973. It was released today. I don't know if it was released, but it was made today uh, in 1973. Wow, it's amazing that it goes back that far. Cell phones. Hmm. And I don't think the world's much better for them. Although I'm, I have mine in my hand almost all the time, checking things that I don't need to be checking that can wait but that's the culture we live in right now right on this day 53 years ago martin luther king jr delivered his i've been to the mountaintop speech uh, very good speech great speech from dr martin luther king and he was he was assassinated the next day sad maybe i'll talk about that now i'll definitely talk about that tomorrow as well as Easter. I got some things to say about Easter. In the news, uh, Governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, issues executive orders banning vaccine passports in Florida. This is interesting. I read a little bit about this because it seems that he is banning businesses from requiring like a little vaccine proof or little vaccine vaccine card in order to do business with him. Now, I think Ron DeSantis has done a pretty good job uh, in managing this pandemic. He kept his businesses open, kept the economy going. I don't think his, I don't think his infection rate is any higher than other heavily populated states like New York and California. I don't think there's much of a difference between those. But he kept his, he kept businesses going. Uh, I know that. There were businesses that closed, like Disney World, that were closed as a result of a decision of that business, and that's their right. But Ron DeSantis kept businesses open, kept schools open. And like I said, the the infection rate isn't significantly higher or significantly lower than other heavily populated states. And I think he's done a pretty good job managing this pandemic. Now, if he's exec if he's issuing an executive order, 
banning vaccine passports, I think that's a problem, especially if he's telling businesses what to do. I have a strong libertarian bent. Basically, I feel that your right to swing your arms should not be inhibited upon until it reaches my nose. And your so your right to swing your arm stops at my nose, but you can swing your arms all you want. I don't know if that's a great analogy, but I think you get the gist. But if Ron DeSantis is saying that businesses cannot require vaccine passports to do business with them, I think that's wrong. I think that's a problem. Uh, if, if, a, if a private business wants to require a little card to do business with them, well, as a private consumer, as a private citizen, you have the right to decide whether you're going to do business with that, with that business or not, whether you're going to uh, give your money to that business. You have that right, and they have the right to require masks. They have the right to require vaccine passports. They have the right to do whatever they want to do with their business, for the most part, other than laws that have already been passed about about uh, discrimination and so forth. But they have that right, and it's not up to Ron DeSantis to take that right away from a business. If a business wants to require a vaccine passport, that's that business's right, as well as it is my right to not attend, not go into that business or to go into that business. I may decide to go in that business because I like the idea that they require vaccine passports. Same thing with masks. If a business, if a private business requires a mask, then you have your choice to not go into that business, whether or not to go into that business and and take your money elsewhere, whatever it might be. Uh, same thing with smoking. This is interesting. I'm a non-smoker. I don't like smoking. I don't, I don't, um, condone it. I think it's bad for you. I think it's awful for you. I don't want to be around it personally, but if a, if a private business wants to allow smoking in their establishment, I have the right to not go in that establishment. And I think that, you know, where the, where the money flows, we'll make that, uh, we'll make that decision whether that business stays open or not. Vaccines, masks, smoking, whatever these things are that businesses want to do or don't want to do, it's their Generally, I think it's their right to do, and it's my right as a private citizen to not not uh, give my money to that business. And I think if Ron DeSantis, although he's, I think he's done a pretty good job managing this pandemic so far, if he's telling businesses that they cannot have a vac- not require vaccine passport, I think that's, I don't think that's right. That business should have the right to do what they want to do to protect their customers and let the let commerce decide whether it's a good idea or not. So there you go. There's my little rant of the day. Here's the deal. Would you rather have unlimited knowledge or unlimited wealth? Would I rather have unlimited knowledge or unlimited wealth? Hmm. What could I do the most good with? Where could I make the best impact in society? I don't know. I don't like my answer. I don't like my answer. If I had unlimited knowledge, what could I do with unlimited knowledge? Well, I could teach. I could, I could speak. I could, if, if unlimited knowledge, see, here's the thing. If, if I have unlimited knowledge, that means I have the knowledge to, I have the knowledge to become very wealthy, but I think that one negates the other according to kind of the general rules of this, of this game, I can't have unlimited wealth by the result of unlimited knowledge. And I can't obtain unlimited 
knowledge as a result of unlimited wealth. I have to have one or the other. So assuming that that's the case, unlimited knowledge, where could I do the most good? Where could I really do the most good? And I don't like my answer, but I think my answer is unlimited wealth. I think with unlimited wealth, I could do the most good. I think with unlimited wealth, I could give freely to charities and, or, and organizations and those things that, that I believe will make the world better and money will do it. You know, we can, you know, I, we can say all we want about knowledge and that kind of thing. But right now, the way our culture works, the way our society works, money will do it. So I don't like my answer. But because I think I can do more good with unlimited wealth, I'm going to pick unlimited wealth over unlimited knowledge. Does that mean, now it says unlimited knowledge. It doesn't mean I have no knowledge. It doesn't mean I'm a derelict uh, with the hearkening back to yesterday's quote. But I think I can do more good in the world with unlimited wealth. I think I can do, un, I can do more good. Quote of the day comes from Mother Teresa. Spread love everywhere you go. Let no one ever come to you without leaving happier. That's one of those little micro activities, day-to-day micro activities that we can practice, isn't it? When I'm interacting with somebody, whether it be the grocery store clerk or the, the doctor or my kids or my wife or the neighbor passing by or the the person driving in a, in a car that just cut me off that I want to make sure they know I think they're number one. (laughs) How do I leave those people? How do I leave that person happier? How do I leave my interactions with everybody that I touch everywhere I go? How do I leave that person happier in some small way? It might be a smile. It might be holding the door open. It might help be helping them carry something. It might be just a word of encouragement or a gift. How do I leave them happier? Spread love everywhere you go. Let no one ever come to you without leaving happier. How do we do that? How do we do that in just small, tiny ways? Not grandiose, big ways, but in a small way with a wink or a smile or a pat on the back or an encouraging word, or it could be a big thing. It could be paying for somebody's, somebody's dinner that anonymously that, that they don't know about leaving them happier. How do we leave everyone that we come in contact with just a little tiny bit happier, just a little bit happier. If I go back to my own question, unlimited wealth, I just give them a hundred bucks and (laughs) There we go. <laughs> that would make them a little bit happier, wouldn't it? But seriously, how do we how do we leave people just a little bit happier? Thank you for that quote, Mother Teresa. Wise, wise words from a great woman. Well, I think that'll wrap up today. I'm getting ready for a call with Connecticut Kurt and another friend to um, just kind of talk about life and what's going on with us this week. We do this every. We do this every week, and yeah, this week is no different. So let's wrap up for today. I think I've got three minutes to jump on that call right now at 727. You can email me. I would love to hear from you, joe at thesimplejoe.com, or send me a text message, 513-399-6468. Again, 513-399-6468. I would love to hear from you. Just to say hi. Just say, hey, Joe, listening. 
But if you really want, really want to make impact with me, let me know how I'm doing on the show. Give me some critique. Let me know what you want to hear. Let me know what you want to talk about. Hey, if you want to, if there's a subject you want me to, to riff on or whatever it might be, email me, text me, let me know. I would love to hear from you and I'll give it my best shot. I may go on a little bit of a rant and a little bit of soapbox, but that's kind of part of the deal, right? Email me, joe at thesimplejoe.com. Text me at 513-399-6468. I would love to hear from you. I appreciate you so much. Thank you for coming in and listening to me on this great Saturday, Saturday, the third day of April. And you mean a lot to me. You really mean a lot to me. Thank you so much for listening. And I will talk with you tomorrow. Take care. Take care.